the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On board with Hour 2 of Backbone Radio, Matt Dunn here and the amazing Blake behind the glass, the music man tonight. It is August 27th, 2023. When I drove in, I saw some big, tall-looking looking clouds out there. And I don't think it started raining yet, as far as my eyes can tell. But uh, these days, you're not supposed to believe your own eyes, right? You're only supposed to believe what comes in on your screen. That's how they want you. Sitting on the couch, eyes glued to your screen, and buying every bit of it, right? Going to talk at first here about Tucker Carlson's tantalizing questions for Donald Trump, uh, alarming questions for Donald Trump, where, and Tucker kept going back to this. He says, you know, hey, Donald Trump, uh, when they had their interview, viewed by 261 million, or at least 261 million views, which is way more than uh, the GOP debate. Yeah, with the dwarves, the single-digit types, you know, barking at each other. So Tucker keeps asking about, you know, hey, first they lie about you, and they hoax about you, and they make up Russia stuff about you, then they start impeaching you, and now they're arresting you. This trajectory seems to be ramping up. What's next? Are they going to kill you, says Tucker. And Donald Trump doesn't respond to that question. He sort of walks around it, and it puzzles me. I would think this is the kind of thing that should be more openly discussed, right? And... RFK Jr. discusses the risks to his personal well-being, given his family history. And a lot of people on the left and political people go around talking about threats that, you know, are visited upon them. And I think Trump has no doubt had more death threats and more threats from anybody than any American who has ever lived. But he never talks about it. He never brings it up. He never makes a point of it. And it's I'm kind of mysterious as to why. I thought maybe we'd speculate on that for a moment, and I'll play the clip. But do you have thoughts on this? Is this on your mind at all? Do you wonder about it? 303-696-1971. And before I lay out the Tucker question and Trump's response... Let's say a little hello to Barb in Aurora. Hello, Barb. Thank you Hi. for checking in on Backbone tonight. All right. Well, I had a thought for what could go on one of the T-shirts. I thought it was great that he was so positive about making a big deal of it. <laughs> the Mugshot I, T-shirt, which Alan Dershowitz says is going to be the best-selling T-shirt in the history right. of T-shirts. Yeah. Well, this is the slogan that I thought would be good on it, and it would be, the mugshot seen around the world. Yes, indeed. Because it's not heard, it's seen. Yes. Oh, that's, that is good. Yeah, the mugshot 
seen around the world. And Trump went on Twitter with that election interference, never surrender. Maybe, right. Would you add a little never surrender in there? Yes. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I just, I was talking it over with my husband. I said, I wonder what they would think, you know, if that were on the T-shirt. And so I'll get your input. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be a hot item. I think people are going to want them. And I think you'll see every neighborhood in America where they're, you know, they got a little bit of courage. They'll put that stuff on. And they're going to get a lot of people high-fiving them, saying, hey, cool shirt, cool shirt. People always say that, you know, when yeah, I they want, have... Yeah, I want one of those shirts and yeah. a hat, and probably I need a new uh, shower uh, curtain here, so maybe I should get that, too. Get, get <laughs> the mugshot I, shower curtain? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> now, you need, you need to send that idea straight to uh, the Trump campaign headquarters, because I think... Well, that's- I'm going to do. I thought I could do it on Gorka because Gorka's always asking for people to call in. So I was going to try it out on him, see what he thought. Yeah, see what Gorka says. But the Trump shower curtain, the mugshot shower curtain, maybe he could put on there six foot three, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Right, because you know everybody lies about their weight, right? Right. But But you can't (laughs) do it when you're in jail. So (laughs) you know, I was feeling so blue. Until he came on, and you know he he just had a good spirit about it, and here he was willing to talk, uh, you know, to the number one guy on the radio, and uh, so anyway, that was just my input, and uh, well, Barb, it got me from being terrifically blue. I was my heart was crushed for him to being a little bit upbeat. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just the racket that's being run by the corrupt ruling class, the corrupt deep state, the Biden's corrupt DOJ. Trump is ahead of Biden in the polls dramatically for the general. He's dominating the primary by 52, 62 points, okay? They're afraid of him, the corrupt political class. This is just the games they play. Just so you know, it doesn't, doesn't get me down at all. But it does show what these people are willing to do to bitterly cling to power, right? They're really? afraid of this guy. They I will know. do this, and Trump is a step ahead of them. And the shower curtain, the T-shirt, um, <laughs> you, Barb, you might, you might need to enter the PR sphere and uh, you know set, set up your own shop, you know, as the PR person. So. Oh dear. Uh, but anyway, I just thought I'd try it out on you and see if I got a half a laugh, you know. Yeah, see if see if Gorka will will have a response on that one. Uh, Absolutely. He's, he's usually so lunch much. hour. Well, so bu- much for your input in the in the radio. I I really appreciate listening to you. And my son calls in every now and then. And uh, wonderful. Well, his name is Joe. Okay. All right. Well, to Joe Barb, to you and Joe, to to your family. Let me just say, honored honored that you would take time with us around here on Sundays. Yes, and God bless you as well, Barb. Wonderful, wonderful ideas, wonderful phone call. And let's let's, uh, keep going on some phone action here. Actually, if you can hang on the phone, because I'm trying to introduce this topic real quick, real quick, about Tucker's question about, A, killing, killing Trump. What do you think, folks? This, this is this is a this is a worry for me. And uh, oh, 
I don't have time to do that, do I? This is I'll do that when we come back from the break. But this I, I worry about this. Um and the trajectory that we are on. Yeah. RFK Jr.'s talking about this kind of stuff a lot, but let's start let's say another hello and Brian, Arvada. Howdy Brian. Is Brian hey, there? Hey, how's it going tonight? Hey, going just fine, sir. Welcome aboard. Yeah, I think they know it's the beginning of the end. So the problem is they're going to get, like, super desperate. So, yeah, I'd be concerned if I was Trump, too. I'd be, you know, taking a few extra measures and whatnot. Like uh, wearing protection. And he's got Secret Service protection um, 24-7, obviously, as a former president. But I don't know. Um, They have ways, right? They have ways. Well, you got to figure if you mess with a man's money... To, to me, the Democratic Party is nothing but a mafia, right? And if you mess with a mafia man's money, you know, that they get a little upset. Mm-hmm. And these people have been allowed for God knows how many years to get away with making money for doing nothing. For, they don't produce nothing. They don't create nothing. They don't do any good. And, uh, yeah, I'd be a little concerned. But uh, But they've got their snouts in the trough. Their their blood funnels in the trough, and they're they're siphoning off tax dollars into their own wallets. That's what they're good at. Well, yeah, you look at Ukraine; it's nothing more than a money laundering operation. I don't know if you all remember; they, they always promote this stuff. Like, do you guys remember Snake Island? Does anybody remember that? Or nope. am I the only one that remembers it? I think you're the only one. At least I don't. Blake, do you remember Snake Island? Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> Well, no, Indiana Snake, Jones. Uh, what happened is when they started promoting this whole Ukraine war stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah now so I remember those two guys. They're like, hey, guys, we got like uh, we're, there's two guys on an island with uh, two AKs. Evidently, evidently, they didn't like them too much because they didn't arm them very well. Oh, but anyhow, well, the ship pulls up, dude, an armored uh, alas, ship. Here's the up. wall. Yes. Right on, Blake. I want to say, is this cream? Oh, is yeah. It, that's total cream, right? Yep. What's is... the name of this one, just so I know? This is a Politician. Politician by Cream. Is that Clapton on lead vocals there? Uh, no, that's actually Jack. Jack uh, Baker? Wait, what's his name? Brewer? Bruce. Jack Bruce. Yeah, that guy. It was three, a long three time Three-man band. Baker was the drummer. Yes, Ginger. Ginger. Who well, I told you, Baker. I interviewed Ginger Baker once, back when I was a news reporter. What? I did. I never told you that. I interviewed Ginger Baker. No, you didn't. I don't think I've heard yeah. that story. I sat, I sat down with Ginger Baker for a couple hours one day, and man, that was cool. I was rather intimidated at first because I was always told he's really mean. He, he, he'll just rip your head off if you ask him a stupid question. But man, Ginger Baker and I just hung out and chatted, and he did kind of have a wild look in his eyes through a lot of it, but... um. We got on just fine. Proud to report. At any rate, getting a lot of feedback on, had a text the studio say, cheers to Barb with her great idea for marketing the mugshot on the T-shirt. And um, let's see, all kinds of, can I get them all? Somebody texted in. The mugshot shared around the world would be a good one. Another one said, this mug is for you. We're we're doing marketing for the Trump mugshot T-shirt on its way 
to being the best-selling T-shirt in the history of T-shirts in the world. And what a great fundraising opportunity for the Trump campaign, already capitalizing small donors, millions coming in, millions of Americans realizing, even some of the low-information ones, that, man, we've got a corrupt bunch of sick, pathological people on top of this country, and maybe we don't want to live in an America ruled over by those chumps. Yeah. Now... We'll talk more mugshot. That is a historic moment. I mean, we are living through history. And in history, some politicians do get assassinated. And I've always worried about this with Trump. I mean, Trump is always before crowds of thousands and thousands and thousands of people. He's very, very engaged with the Huge crowds, raucous, happy crowds everywhere he goes. No other politician can draw a crowd in this country. It's only Trump. And they all have crowd envy. They all have Trump envy. So the media always tries to say, oh, well, yeah, there was an empty seat in that arena. I saw an empty seat. CNN will take a picture of this massive arena. Trump's got a huge crowd. They waited 10 hours, 20 hours in line. Brave rain, heat, sleet, you name it. And CNN will turn their camera. Oh, there's an empty seat. Look, look at that. Ah, there's an empty seat. Trump's lost it. Look at that seat. No one's sitting in it. And they'll put their microscopic lens on the camera and say, look at that seat without a sitter in it. You know how the scam works. But Tucker Carlson again asked the question, and how come Trump doesn't, doesn't just like speak to this and um why why doesn't he address this issue and for some reason he doesn't and he never has and let's let's get the flavor of this with this question i think it's a very good question it's been on my mind like i said by the way i have quite a bit of intellectual commonality with tucker carlson i would say you know two people i would say most in common with would be uh, tucker carlson and rush limbaugh okay our minds tend to work alike and i keep playing quotes from this uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor about Ukraine. I'm the, one of the only people that does that anywhere in media. And then McGregor went on with Tucker just the other day, had a great long interview. Anyway, here's the Tucker Trump questioning about killing Trump. Yes, 261 million views, the all-time record-setting most viewed video in the history of social media glory. Here we go. So the reason I'm asking you is I'm looking at the trajectory since 2015 when you got into politics, yeah. you know, for real. And then one, uh, there, it started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left. And then it moved to impeachment twice. Right. And now indictment. I mean, the next stage is, is violence. Is, are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick really sick. You have great people in the Democrat Party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or conservatives. I represent everybody. I'm the president of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. When they make up the Russia, 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 when that's exposed and they go down and Barr should have gone after them and other people should have gone after. And they did very late because the Durham report came out. It was fairly good. It could have been a lot tougher, I guess, but it was fairly good. But it explained how corrupt it was. 
uh, I'll tell you who did a great job was the Inspector General Horowitz. He did a phenomenal report. You didn't have to go to do it. He did it on Comey and on, I guess, McCabe and some others. And it was a vicious, hor- it was basically a true report, how bad they are. But these people are sick people. These are people that uh, I think they hate our country. You want to know the truth. When you see open borders, when you see these policies that they have, and so many other things, it's so sad to see. You know, we have a country that's very fragile right now. I've never seen, I, I will say, look, uh, I ran in 16, which was 15, but I ran in 16, election in 16, and there was tremendous spirit. Uh, in 20, there was even more spirit. We got many millions of, we got millions and millions more votes. You know, it wasn't even a contest. People said, well, what do you think of 20? I said, we did much better. We did. You got to base it on the number of votes. We got many more votes in 20 than we did in 16. But the election was rigged. It was a rigged election. But, and with COVID, they use COVID to cheat in a lot of different things. And we have so much on it. It's like so easy. But we had judges that didn't want to look. We had people didn't want to get involved. They would say, they call you, he's a conspiracy theorist if you say anything about the election. But I have never seen spirit like there is right now. Even coming down here, just the people on the road that are just absolutely going crazy. And the reason is, I think they like me and I, I know they love my policies. I hope they like me too. You know, a lot of people say they don't like me, but they like my policy. I think they like me. But... <laughs> I have never seen spirit like it is right now. And the reason is because crooked Joe Biden is so bad. He's the worst president in the history of our country. I don't think he's going to make it to the gate, but, you know, you never know. But and I'll, I'll, I'll pause it there. But I wanted to give a little context of the Trump-Tucker interview, which was just, I still chuckle about it. Trump goes to do an interview with Tucker instead of the GOP dwarf debate corrupt charade fox news 30 second soundbite choreography and trump gets 261 million views and counting yeah but he doesn't answer the question about his assassination risk he doesn't go there why is that i mean he's got to be have received more death threats than any american in the history of america you know and there's a history of, you know, JFK, right? RFK Jr., like I said, he talks about potential for him losing his life, and RFK Jr. wants Secret Service protection for him, and Biden won't give it to him, and he's making a big deal about that. History of this country, like pivotal historical figures. Trump is a pivotal historical figure in this nation. Abraham Lincoln was. Yes, so why doesn't he do it? Why doesn't he talk about this? Why doesn't he why doesn't he ever bring it up? And I'm sure he takes every precaution in the book, but I guess I have some theories as to what goes on in Trump's mind with this and why why he is like that. Um and do you think that's the right thing or do you think that we should really be talking about this and really be, you know, worried about this and very public about it? Gosh, um what do you think, ladies and gentlemen? 303-696-1971. I want to develop this uh, just a little bit more. And on the phone lines, if you would be so good as to hang on. Got some mugshot conversation remaining as well. And uh, we'll be right back. It's Backbone Radio. Take a look out the window. See what's happening. I see a little rain out there. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix asking that question. 
I got to admit, I also love his Star Spangled Banner. It's one of those where I prefer a straight-up, respectful rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, but Jimi Hendrix, my, he could do pretty well. And You know, another good one is Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye at the NBA All-Star Game, I think it was like in the early 80s, Marvin Gaye, Star Spangled Banner, man, that was, oh, that was pretty sweet. At any rate, thanks for the music, Blake, and yeah, I'm getting a lot of text to studio about um, about about Donald Trump and uh, potentially being assassinated, and I think it's good that, you know, uh, to have this conversation. I'm off to say hello on the phones in one second. One text to studio, Matt, I believe the hand of God is on Donald Trump. People who know him say he is a believer. Assuming that to be true, he can walk in peace knowing that God has a plan. Have another text to studio. I think considering what kind of people the left are, his assassination is a very real danger. Another text. Sad that this election we have two presidential candidates voice that they worry about actually being killed, DJT and RFK Jr. But I would say a caveat that Donald Trump doesn't doesn't do that. And yeah, had a text to a great Hendrix song, Electric Ladyland. And so, yeah, a bunch of great feedback coming in. And remember Shinzo Abe, Japanese former prime minister, just assassinated about a year ago or so now. Good friend of Donald Trump's. He was the guy put in Japan first, but they all do in Japan. And he was assassinated. Uh, he had all the protection, right? I worry about this. I think it should be discussed. And I think Trump doesn't want to go there because he doesn't like portraying himself as a victim. But on one level, he is the biggest victim ever in American politics after all the impeachments, the hoaxes, the Russia, Russia, the arrests, the lies around the clock, the propaganda. But he will never, ever portray himself as a victim. He won't portray himself as worried. That's just not what Trump does somehow. Had another person say, though, but yet if we start putting the word out about kind of this stuff. Maybe it'll make it harder for them to actually pull off an assassination. And there might be some truth to that, right? Could it be that the powers that be that on the trajectory that Tucker Carlson described know that if anything happens to Donald Trump, that this country will be torn asunder? Do you think they know that? And I think it would. And I think... I think that would be that would be big time for the future for the fate of this country and I think they know it. There's never been the most he's the most popular politician in America and actually maybe maybe in American history. Nobody has done what this guy has done. Step back and see the history. Nobody's drawn the crowds this guy has drawn. Nobody has that personal connection the way Trump has it with half this country, more than half, in my view. More on this in just a moment. Let's say hello to Rusty, Rusty in Denver. Howdy, sir. Thank you for hanging a minute. And what's on your mind? Hey, Matt, it's good to hear you back on the radio. Yes, sir. Honored to be in here. I got a couple things. One is semi-light, and the other is not. And it might be something you don't like to hear, but I'll not tell you. I know sure. you offer freedom of speech, so... Um, I've got the perfect T-shirt design for Donald Trump. 
You have to use your imagination. Um, there's a very famous portrait of Winston Churchill, portrait as in photograph, where his facial pose looks very much like the ex- Trump's expression in that mugshot. Yep. And if you if you do some googling, you'll find it. It's really it's really quite extraordinary. And I, I I'm not I think it's possible that Trump modeled his expression off of that portrait. Um, but the T-shirt that would utilize that would be four pictures in four corners. Caddy corner would be the one of Trump. The opposite caddy corner would be um, Churchill. And then on the bottom left would be Biden eating an ice cream cone. And on, <laughs> the, upper, on the upper right would be Biden hanging his head at the podium after the Afghanistan debacle. Yeah. Um, and under that you'd say never surrender. And that would be like an amazing T-shirt. That that has potential, Rusty. I I, well, I like um, that, and I like the uh, Winston Churchill reference, kind of the bulldog look. I know, yeah, check it out. I know what it, you're talking about. I have a clear visual of that in my mind, and uh, you know, I mean, that could be uh, something that Trump had on his mind when he posed before the cameras in prison. Yeah, I sort of. I sort of thought maybe he did. I mean, he's so good at playing the media, you know, and he might let it develop a couple of days. I mean, maybe not, but let it sit out there for a couple of days and then start adding Churchill to the to the mix. Yeah, so good. Know. It's a historic, historic mugshot, and it's uh, about the coolest one I've ever seen. I'll tell you, you can make mugshots cool. But uh, you had another point, Rusty, or yeah, okay. And I, I think about this stuff a lot, and. The last three or four days, I've spent quite a few hours putting together some for myself some uh, some thoughts that I have about Trump, and I won't I won't bother to go through the whole thing. But my my final conclusion is, though he may be the best president, um, the best candidate to be president, and the best president of anybody that's anybody that's running, especially Biden or whatnot, I don't think he can win. I just do not think he can win with all the stuff against him, and so. I am telling everybody I know to to pick another horse in the Republican race and get behind him because I don't even if he wins the nomination. I fact, hear you. And some people are, some people think that some people say that Newt Gingrich disagrees with you. Newt Gingrich says that uh, Trump is very likely to win in twenty twenty four, and I would disagree with you as well. But uh, I think people know that in a, a free and fair election that Trump wins bigly. However, do you have anything? Let me just put this out there, Rusty, that uh, Donald Trump is ahead in the polling, in the general, in the real clear political average over Biden. Donald Trump is ahead of Biden um, in the general, in the 538 polling by like six points. And there's some that are seven points. And DeSantis is several points behind Biden. Trump outperforms all the other Republican candidates in the general. So, I mean, why do you think he can't win? What, what, what is the, what is the thing that do you, do you have anything you're backing that up with, or is it just sort of your just sense of tuning into the media and listening to what they say? The gut, the amount of of hatred for the guy, and that might drive some people to vote for him, but not enough, I don't think. I think there's a lot of People, you know, let's call them the low information people. I mean, my God, he just 
he's just taken such a beating. But I don't know. You know the. But the why polls, is he winning in the polls if he can't win? I don't. I don't know. I don't believe that those polls that are out there now are going to be reflective of what's going to what it's going to look like in October of uh, 2024. Okay. And I just. I think it's. You know, it could be a bit of a setup. They're going to make it. They want him to run. Now, Rusty, this is where I just have to say, I feel like you're 100% wrong on that. I think that they do not want Trump to run. They are scared to death that Trump is going to run. They are arresting him, indicting him. They are propagandizing against him around the clock. They are thinking of every stunt they can pull to not allow him to run. And I just think that there are some people out there that kind of do the 4D chess and say, well, they really want him to run. No, 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 no. Just, I just have to take a strong disagreement with you on that, and um, I just, I don't think you have as much to, very much to back that up. But you know, everyone, uh, I'm glad you have your opinion on that. But I'm just on record disagreeing with it, and I think okay. that the whole context suggests that as well. So, I mean, everything about it that that is like overwhelming. But uh, let me, let me, go ahead. Whether he win or not, it's, and I, I know, I realize you're not a lawyer. How how can he possibly negotiate all these criminal charges? And if he does, if he does get convicted of, of anything, and particularly, I guess the Georgia one, he would not be able to pardon himself. Um, and he he could be put in jail. How does he get around stuff like that? Well, so are you kind of blaming him for if he gets put in jail, you think it's his fault? Or would you nope. conceivably blame the corrupt hey. DOJ, Biden Justice Department, Third World Banana Republic people, oh, evil oh, deep oh, staters, oh. fascists who are oh, doing this? That's my whole point. Nothing is his fault. I think I think he has been um, just castigated and criticized and harassed more than any president in, in history. Maybe and he stands up to them. He does not he does not give in to them. And guess I what? Do you think there's any other Republican out there who can stand up with so much courage and stick to itiveness and Maybe overall character last, abilities? Do you think anyone else who else can stand up to all this? In the last comment you said you question uh, here's the wall. Sorry, sir. Grand Funk Railroad, right? Bringing us back. Got this thing on the move. Is that the name of the song? Yep. Right on. One of my uncles was big into Grand Funk Railroad. That dude knew his music. And yeah, somebody sent in a helpful picture of the bulldog Winston Churchill look. But uh, Trump does it in a cooler way, you know, at 6'3", 215 pounds. The same weight as Thor, without the Mjolnir hammer. And boy, a lot of text to studio on Rusty's phone call. And one text says, To Rusty, if he thinks Trump cannot win with his popularity blowing everyone out of the water, they're not even on the same track field. Who on earth does Rusty think can? There isn't anyone else in the pack who even has a prayer. Um... Another one, last caller wants to convince himself the blank sandwich tastes good. And, um, you know, I think Rusty is a a very smart, very thoughtful, bright individual. And we've had some really good chats over the years. Um, But, you know, we just disagree on some fundamentals, obviously, as we just elucidated. 
But to me, oh, the left, the deep state, they are scared to death of Donald Trump. They do not want him to run. They cannot allow him to be president. And um, they will do anything. Will they assassinate him? Will they? If you listen to Newt Gingrich, and uh, let me just work this in here. Uh, Newt Gingrich says that, you know, it's kind of near the end of the clip, but he says Trump is going to dominate this primary and he's likely to win the general election. The poll data, everything we can measure, every metric we have, the crowds, the passion, the intensity of support for Donald Trump is a valid thing to look at. And then you throw in the poll data, right? And uh, I've got this stack of polls here. Trump is outperforming all of the Republicans against Biden anywhere. No one's even close. DeSantis is way down. DeSantis has shown zero backbone, talent, anything in this campaign, charisma. There's no one else out there who has a wisp of a gasp of a hope of a prayer of getting anywhere near this stuff. They would, they would love to run against a DeSantis or, or a, an Asa Hutchinson or people like that that they could kick around, marginalize, and they would never rise up off the ground. Trump's the guy that they can't do that to. Trump's the guy who was more powerful, more talented than all of them, than every other politician in this country combined. Frankly, just look at the objectivity around you. But let's just hear Newt say this real quick. Again, and his numbers go up. Mark Levin. Do you agree, do you agree with me? Leading into Newt. The reason his numbers go up is because the American people are now onto this, and they don't like it, and they know what's happening to their criminal justice system. It's happening to them in many different ways. And whether they're in love with President Trump or not, they're going, I can't just roll over and watch my country die like this. Well, I think that's right. I, I think that Trump is not a candidate. Trump is the leader of a movement. Uh, he's the personification of an establishment that is totally corrupt, destroying anything that gets in its way. Interestingly, for example, uh, his support among African-American males has gone up dramatically. And the reason is simple. They feel that the police have harassed them. They're now watching the government harass Trump. They actually identify with what he's going through. I think many people who may or may not like Trump's personality, but they look at this and they think, let me come, here are my choices. I'm going to side with a totally corrupt administration or... I'm going to side with a guy who has the guts to stand there and take the beating and keep coming. I mean, you know, Trump could easily have retired. And if he'd retired, none of these charges would ever have occurred. And instead, he said, you know, the country's worth going through this. And I think that's given him support in places that normally wouldn't have supported him. But they realize if, if your only two choices are to reinforce a totally sick, corrupt, authoritarian system or to be with the guy who's taking it head on, I think that uh, the country's in fact going to nominate Trump, and I think Trump has a very high likelihood of winning the general election. And there's Newt Gingrich. I think Trump has a very high likelihood of winning the general election, and every metric of data we have backs that up. There is nothing that says otherwise other than establishment propaganda to the contrary, which of course has no effect on us. We see through it. Yes, Trump increasing support from African-American males. As Newt Gingrich just said, that's a very real thing, and I'm seeing it all over the place on social media, After, especially after the bogus, insane, fascist indictment of Donald Trump. It's backfiring on them, folks. They've overreached. 
and some people will say, well, we just have to have somebody who's going to be nicer and a nicer candidate and gentler and all this. It doesn't have people who dislike him. That doesn't work. You cannot deal with the left by being nicer to them. At root of a lot of the GOP mindset, the establishment mindset, let's have somebody who's gentle and sweet and nice and so forth. And that is not how you save the country. That does not work, especially in this banana republic moment where they're trying to throw Trump in jail for 700 years, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, on the nicer front, Conrad Black, one of the most foremost intellectuals out on the political scene these days, says this about Trump. Um, Unlike the first version, this is his most recent essay, unlike the first version of candidate and President Trump, Trump now rarely issues cringeworthy posts or wildly implausible accusations. He has become a much more presentable candidate, and he is facing a withered and palsied Democratic opposition. That's the thing. Biden is unelectable. The Democrats got back into power. And yes, I'm suspicious of the 2020 election. I just am, as is 70 percent of the Republican Party voting base. But they get in there and they screwed the pooch. They screwed everything up. They ruined and wrecked the economy. They did all this kind of weird stuff all across the map. And his popularity is like sub-Jimmy Carter's popularity. Trump's going to win this thing, and he's going to win the primary unless they find some other way to sideline him. And if they arrest him, if he's in jail, he can still run. Constitutionally, that doesn't take him out of the race. Yeah? So RNC might have a stunt there. They might try to say, well, he can't represent the Republic. So we've got more to go on this, but oh, yeah. So, but just make no mistake, as I said, the establishment would much rather have Biden be president again than allow Trump to be in there again. Now, uh, I've got so much more to say, but let's say hello to Holly. Then we'll go to Lynn. Holly, Aurora, thanks for being here. Hi, Dr. Dunn. Howdy. It's so good to hear you again. Love um, it when you're here. Great. Yes. Yeah. I, I talked to Randy yesterday, so I'm breaking the rules and talking again. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. You don't so, want to be too um, law-abiding, Holly, but anyway, but, but yeah, shorter on time. I, and what's, what's your point? Touché. Yeah. Touché. Yeah. I, my older brother and I are very compliant, but we need to learn <laughs> how to be a little bit rebellious. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, I was thinking at first, what first made me or had me call in, too, was Rusty also. And I'm thinking, Rusty, if you're still listening, I want you to address this idea for yourself and see if it's not you. See if this isn't what you're doing. I think you're in denial in the sense that you believe that Trump could win. You believe that Trump could be a president again. But they won't let him. You think that by voting for him, we're asking him to allow himself to be assassinated. And I think that's what he I think that's what Rusty's thinking is that he can handle that guilt. And I agree. I understand that where well, he might be coming from. And that's where, you know, but, Rusty would probably respond to that, you know, very ably. And I don't know if that's projecting onto him a bit. But, you know, OK, it's a it's a tough tough situation we're in and uh, we got to win this one holly don't you think 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.